Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Computer Weekly Downtime Upload Podcast. I'm Cliff Sarin and my guest today is Arvin Jen, who is the CEO of Glean. Uh, to get things started, Arvin, could you, would you mind giving me a little background about yourself? How did you get into IT? Thank you, Cliff, for having me here. Uh, yeah, my name, my name is Arvind Jen. Uh, I'm the CEO of Glean. And uh, my background, so I, before um, I started my career um, in, in, in software engineering, mm. like back in the, the 90s, uh, this was after I, you know, studied computer science in, in, in engineering school. So I've been there, you know, for a while. Like started my career in Microsoft wow. in a few startups, yeah. and then I, then I worked at Google for for over a decade. Worked on Google Search, you know, for most of that time. Gosh. And then, and then, you know, uh, decided to become an entrepreneur. Uh, started, <laughs> all, you know, started a company called Rubrik. And mm. then, and you know, in 2014, and then, and then we also like then we started Clean in 2019. It's funny, isn't it? I mean, um, is is that almost like the stepping stone? You, you know, you 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 go to these big software companies like Microsoft, then Google, then you become an entrepreneur. I mean, do you learn a lot from you know what's going on in these huge enterprise software companies? Well, I mean, of course, you know, every every job that you take, you know, you learn a lot. And like for me, I was fortunate, you know, enough to, uh, you know, by you know these companies, you know, Google helping become a much better engineer over mm. time. Like I get to work with really amazing colleagues and learn from them. Mm. Um, but but I don't think it necessarily like being a large company, like you know, like gets you ready, you know, in any specific way to become an entrepreneur. I think, like you know, I, w- I would say it's the, it's the other way around. Actually, like you know, if you're in a smaller company, the um, you know, you tend to see a lot more of like how a business is being built, mm. and 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 that I feel like you know actually allows you to uh, to to gain more confidence in sort of your own ability to go and and build a business. So yeah. So, yeah. I- I guess it must be very hard. You know, there's lots of great ideas. People can have great ideas, but it's taking the great idea, not just building the product, which I guess is one step. Technically, you can do that if you, you know, you're a software engineer, you can probably do that. It's the stage of taking it, making it into a business, making it into a viable business, and then working out how to how to make that product saleable and and all the other things that you know that the business people do really well, but as a tech, technical person, it's you, you wouldn't necessarily be sort of you know able to appreciate all the difficulties on that side of things. Yeah, yeah, true. Okay, um, I just want to ask you a little bit about um, Glean itself. Actually, uh, I noticed that. Uh, you're making a big push with AI-based enterprise search. Uh, what's um, what, what's what's the story going on here? What, what what's what's happening? What, what what are you trying to achieve? And what and how did this come about? Yes, yeah, so we started Glean in 2019, and 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 the motivation for why why we got started, uh, you know, was. That if you, if you think about like enterprises today, like you know, there's there's a lot of information, a um, lot of data and knowledge that resides in any you know in our companies, and oftentimes you know it tends to be also very fragmented across large number of different systems, and it's it's incredibly hard 
to actually find information within your company. And this was this was a problem that you know we were facing in my previous startup. This was a problem we used to face at Google also all the time. And you know, like it's such a big productivity drag. Like you know, if, if people can't search and find the information that they need to do their job, it's going to take them like you know twice as long mm. to do it. Or frustration. So that's why we actually got started with you know with uh, Glean. You can think of it like you know Google or ChatGPT, but for your workplace. So it like you know you don't have to remember like you know once you have Glean in your company, you don't have to remember anymore. You know where to go and look for what information. Yes, yeah. You just start your journey in Glean and find everything. You know right there. Now, the the recent push, uh, I mean, AI, by the way, like has been part of search technology for the last 25 years. Mm. Uh, you know, search is the largest AI application in the world. Yeah. You know, a lot of, like, a lot of, like, you know, the underlying components within search are all built using machine learning based models and, and techniques. Mm. Uh, so AI is not new in search, but what's new, um, like, in the last one year is, is that AI models have actually um you know especially you know on the language front mm. have, have gotten really really advanced in okay. the last one year yes and yes. we all saw it with chat gpd mm. and so you can actually now take search um you know make it go one step further than like what you were used to and you've seen this with chat gpd right like mm. you know when you know, i come and ask a question the uh you you get an answer back uh, you like you know instead of getting like you know ten documents you know that the the search engine gives gives back to you, then now you have to go and read read those to figure out like you know whatever the actual you know the answer that you're looking for. Yeah. Now you can actually use AI to actually do that job for you as well. So it goes one step further, and you know you ask a question, and AI will actually read those ten documents, mm. you know, extract and synthesize the answer from it and give it back to you. So save you, you know, even more time. So yes. that's sort of like one of the big things that's happening with AI. Okay, okay. Um, I want to move on a bit, actually. I've, I've, my, my next question is just looking at, um, I mean, I've been covering the fact that there's, you know, every, everyone's moving to the cloud. You know, AI is uh, one of these things that, that, that has to be run in the cloud, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And... I wanted to ask you about, you know, the, what, the, the sort of technical challenges. I mean, looking at these technical challenges of, of going to the cloud. Um, what do you see? I mean, just from your your previous from the your your previous experience, and also you know, speaking to customers about how organisations are sort of kind of like that they have. Loads of applications, lots and lots of applications. Now some are SaaS applications, right? And some are services. And uh, I'm not sure how Glean is delivered, but you know, it's yet another, you know, it's yet another thing that's that's out there. And how they go about getting all of the information they need, you know, for decision making or whatever, or finding what enterprise knowledge is out there, and getting it all in an easy to view form. Uh, and sort mm-hmm. of integrating stuff together. It seems like it's getting more and more complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because, like, first of all, the knowledge is exploding. Like, the amount of information that a business has is uh, is 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 growing at a very fast pace. And then, like you said, you know, it's actually fragmented across many cloud-based or on-premises applications. Um, there are complicated, like you know, governance policies, like you know, information within the company. Not everybody can, you know, access all, you know, any piece of knowledge. Right? It's sort of like depending on your role, who you are, you can actually use some of that knowledge to do your job, but not all. And 
and so those are all like you know the 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 complexities of um of like you know using knowledge and and using using information to do your job like it's actually really hard the the other thing is also that you know we now live in a world where you know it doesn't really cost that much to store information and so we only create and we never delete you know any information so like over time like you will you know also accumulate a lot of like you know stale knowledge in your enterprise and you sort of sift through that so when people are looking for when they have a job they need something some you know an answer to it it needs to basically you know be given to them using the fresh up to date you know right information yes yeah okay um you know i i think we touched on this at the beginning but uh, more from a business side of things and your um your remarks on um you know you know entrepreneurship and things like that but um actually i wanted to ask you a bit about what you can learn from your time i mean you spent a, de- a decade there at google about managing software development teams and how that is 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 being applied in your your current role as ceo at glean yes so um we uh definitely uh there was there were a lot of amazing learnings you know that we had at google that we use at glean today um one of the one of the like really uh unique uh aspects of google was uh you know freedom to engineers in some mm-hmm. sense like you know like who like what do you work on um and how do you work um the model at google was <clears throat> the you you hire the best engineers mm-hmm. and then let them figure out what 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 you know what they want to work on they will figure out the right things to work on yes <clears throat> and 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 let them be in some sense like you know get out of their way and and that's one of the approaches that that i've always chosen at every every subsequent job of mine you know is you know is you know focus on you know building um building a really great team and with the right um uh with engineers who are really passionate about solving the problem that mm. you know, that you want to solve and then let them you know go and do the planning as opposed to sort of creating another tier of um uh staffing for example like you know instead of creating uh, managers uh like a layer of managers or product managers who sort of decide what should be done and then engineers just implement those changes mm. like our model is we like our engineers perform all of those jobs themselves they are the managers they are the they are the product managers mm. as well um and and they decide like you know how like you know like what the product roadmap should look like you know mm. how we how we um so so that's that's sort of like one one you know key learning from you know that we had from google was yeah um yeah like you know like basically make sure that you enable engineers as opposed to direct them mm. um and so that that's one uh, number two like you know the the like how do you sort of you know do engineering execution at fast pace at a fast pace yes. um you know and and for that like you know what we do is we we and this is something that we um like the like the way we plan is we don't like build six months or one year engineering execution plan mm. in fact like we actually build a weekly plan yes, like every yeah. week every two weeks you know we we will decide like overall and you can do that like you know, when you're as as, as a small company mm. you can um 
you can afford to do this kind of thing where every two weeks, you know, we get together and we say, hey, these are all these are all the things, you know, that as a company we want to actually make progress on, mm. you know, in our product. So that's the and, agile. That's agile or over waterfall yeah, type and, approach. And, yeah, exactly. So that's and so that that actually works very well. Mm. Uh, like at a startup, and 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 so we follow that that methodology. Like you know, we followed that at Google as well. Yes, uh, yeah. You know, Avind, I think that um, there was some news last week about AI being a well, generative AI, in fact, being at the you know that the hype, most hype thing at the moment it's a top of the Gartner hype cycle as they say as Gartner would put it and you know not a day goes by when you know you, you, there are stories going out there about oh we must do AI AI is wonderful what what's our AI strategy I, I I really wonder whether people understand what they are asking for when they say what is our what are we doing with AI and what is our AI strategy what's your what's your what's your feeling on this or i mean and and when you speak to customers uh particularly at different levels in the organization you know there is the technical side and there's the business drivers and some of these business things that are not necessarily AI. they're just um good analytics right you know uh, yeah. so um where how, how 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 do you go about you know first explaining the problem that ai can solve and then getting them on that path yeah. Well, I mean, the, the hype cycle is sort of well-deserved because when you see the power, power of what AI can do, um, it's actually incredible. Like, you know, both from not just like, you know, you, you've used chat GPD, you can see like, you know, the computers can really, un, you know, start to understand like, you know, what you want to do. Mm. They can start to understand knowledge. Um, you're also seeing like a lot of, you know, amazing generative capabilities. Like you can just tell the computer that, hey, give me a video that does this or give me an image that looks like this. And and you can see like incredible results. So it's, it's sort of really amazing. And businesses like, you know, leaders have actually, uh, business leaders have, uh, it's clear in their mind that like we have to embrace AI mm. and and it's going to, you know, really help us optimize and improve our business processes. It can also help improve our products. So that's, that's, the, that's, that's what we're hearing from when we go and talk to customers is that everybody wants to yes. do something here. Um, but at the same time, I think there's, there, it's also very challenging. Um, there is so much happening here, and and the scope of this technology is so broad. Mm. Um, you can pretty much take any business problem, and you can imagine that hey, some of this generative AI can actually you know go and help help with it. So so that's actually like you know there's, there's some confusion in the market right now in terms of how do you prioritize, how do you actually um, you know uh, have a strategy around it as opposed to like you know taking your entire company and like disrupt what they were working on and like, mm. you know, just like get everybody to go and learn AI. So that's sort of like, you know, the challenge that I see businesses are facing right now is how do you, how do you strategize? How do you, you know, create a roadmap? Um, what are the first few problems that you want to actually mm. tackle with it? I think people have to start like people like, you know, I, th I think businesses should not rush into like, you know, like embracing this, you know, wholesale. I mean, there's, there's also a lot of challenges with, you know, with, with AI that are challenges yes. with, you know, accuracy and correctness and things mm. like that. And so one, one like, you know, one, one um, common trend that we have seen is that businesses are basically selecting some applications where there is some, you know, tolerance for error. And so like first focusing on, you know, some internal applications yes. where you can still have an employee, um, like consume the results of mm. the AI and actually they can make you know a smart decision like you know whether whether it actually makes sense or not whether it is correct or not and so and so that's sort of like you know how businesses are starting right now is first okay. focus on 
you know, specific applications before like, you know, uh, wholesale, like embracing AI mm. in the enterprise. Okay, final thoughts. I mean, um, there's, there's a lot that can be done with analytics and advanced analytics. And how, how does one, you know, differentiate between the stuff that, how far you can get with analytics and when you definitely need to say, well, actually we need some machine learning here or we need to start doing it in a different way and that's the AI solution. Analytics is going to be one of the key, um, key, uh, you know, technical areas where AI is going to do a phenomenal job. Mm. Today, a lot of analysis is restricted to data scientists um, or engineers who can actually go and, you know, run complicated queries um, in your database and sort of understand, like, you know, the data models and all that. It's sort of mm. fairly complicated. Like for, for. For for like you know if you think about any regular business you know business employee in, in the enterprise like I have a question um, and I don't understand like all of this technology I want to just ex- express my question freely in natural language for example yes hey did we you know how much did our sales grow last year and that that's how like I that's how humans ask questions and now you can take questions expressed you know in that in 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 that um, in in that way and actually use AI to translate that into the complicated machine operations that need to happen behind the scenes mm. to actually look into your data and, you know, bring those answers back. So, it's sort of, you know, so AI is going to democratize, like, you know, uh, data analysis. Like you say, it's a big, it's a, it's a, you know, that's one of the big applications of, of the current technology. Uh, great stuff, Arvind. Well, thank you ever so much for taking part in the podcast today. And thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.